Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? We got a blind warthog with us over there. (laughs) He's fun, but he's going to break something. Yeah. yeah. What's up, y'all? How are you? So, hey, my name's Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Marion Baptist Church. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Is my mic on? Is my mic on? Nicely mic'd. You sound fantastic. (laughs) Now I do. (laughs) Do you catch the idea that we've done this once already today? And five minutes in, Dan says, Mona, have you said anything relevant? That sounded much, much spicier than it needed to be. There was no, there was no sass in that. Uh, What's just, up over there, producer Dan, the edit man, Dean Dan Crosby? <laughs> He's already flustered enough. Let's not, you know. At least I didn't go with Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> That's personalities right there. Uh, well, we do know we. I'm doing okay. <laughs> If, if Dan sounds weird, uh, as I said in the first take, yeah, we spent one. 30 minutes looking for Dan's mic, and so he um, has a mic that uh, we had to clean the cobwebs off of, and um, so, anywho. Oh. Hey, we're in Romans chapter 2 today. Mona wouldn't let us go on in chapter 1 anymore, so... I don't um, think that I was the one that said that. I think you did. I was trying to stay in verse... I was trying to stay in verse 2, and you... <laughs> Quickly slap my hands that one day of that's not what you said. So uh, we shall move on to chapter two. So um, anything great happening? Great. All the mics are on. That's pretty. Yeah, good. that's right. That's right. My son is home, and I told him I'd be home in fifteen minutes, but I don't think that'll work. Did you know what podcast? You're on? <laughs> I was going to say, have we ever finished? No, that in fifteen minutes now. From now. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, listen. I understand that. <laughs> no, I'm still asking. No, I mean, and have I gave him a range. We usually fin- we usually but we haven't even started. <laughs> well, what is all this? <laughs> yeah, I need clarification on that last statement. I mean, we just now started. That's what I meant. <laughs> Dan, is that Mountain Dew good? <laughs> <laughs> mighty fine, mighty fine. <laughs> all right, so hey, we're gonna just um jump in here to chapter two, please, because we sort of. Just going to let it flow today. We don't have a plan. Um, it, so, it's your your podcast. Oh, now it's your podcast. <laughs> now. <laughs> Apparently she listened to our last yeah. podcast uh, and when I said that. Right. So, I I, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, so um, this is deep. It is. Because it all references back to chapter one, specifically the end right, that we that didn't we deal didn't with. Um. <laughs> When it said, remember a, a scriptural truth, um, good hermeneutics and all that, when a writer of the Bible says, therefore, mm-hmm. it is there for a reason. That is right. And so it is going back to what was just said, which was chapter one, specifically um, uh, verses 18 through the end of the chapter where Paul dealt with some very heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just being honest, he dealt with alternative lifestyles. Right. And um, the like. Right. And uh, here it is. Paul says it's wrong. Right. Sorry. 
you know, um, society may say things are okay, but if the Bible says they're not, um, then they're not. Hey, they're not. Right. And you may say, well, who gave who gave the Bible right to say so? God. <laughs> That'll do it. You know what? I mean, God did it. I mean, he's the creator of all things, the author and finisher of our faith, the sustainer of all things. And so if he says it, um, that settles it. Yep. So therefore, if you want to know where Hank Meadows stands on all that, Bible says it, Hank believes it. Yep. Anyway, so therefore. <clears throat> therefore. Then we go into uh, this first. So we're actually not going to read any scripture. We're just going to roll with it as we go. I want you to pray, but we're literally just going to dive in with, and we'll read it as we go. Okay? Yeah. You look a little nervous over there. It's the Mount Dew. It hit you that hard. It's going to change your smell. This is. Yeah. All right. So. The goose of grease was different. This is really. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even. Supposedly, we have a special guest today. I don't even know what's going on. (laughs) Let me tell you. You guys have a special guest? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan is going to be on it. Is Drew bringing his imaginary friend? (laughs) We'll give him this mic if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So right. pray for us, sister. All right. I think I, we I, we need it. Yes. <laughs> we got it, girlfriend. Let's go. Mm, Heavenly Father, it's so good to be here. And it's just good to be able to gather together and to um, have your word in between us and so that we can talk and discuss it. And um, we thank you for the privilege of being um, in front of these mics and to share it with those who are listening. And so we just thank you for them. And I pray that um, everything that we say would bring glory to you and would direct people into your word. And so that is our desire as we um, do this podcast today and every day. So bless us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So here we go. Therefore, I've already talked about therefore, as a result of everything that Paul has given us as um, doctrine, theology, Christian life, um, marriage, lifestyles. You have no excuse. Mm-hmm. Here's and, and we're not going to deal with it with the end of chapter one. We're we're just not. I, I've dealt with it enough. And what I said, but the the principle and the truth there is this: nobody's without excuse, right? When you stand in front, that's really the principle here. Is that it really doesn't matter whether it's chapter one, whether it's whatever else you're you're you cheat on your taxes or whatever. When you stand before God, you are without excuse. Yep. Tell me why. Well, because he has put his truth out there. So so we um we have the ability to know it. Right. And so that's why we're without excuse. But what about the person that says, Well, I didn't read it, so I, I how could I have known? Well, I mean he's he says it's there. And the entire universe speaks to the glory of God. Right. So right. you don't you don't have an excuse creation. even at that point. The heavens declare the glory. Yeah. Yep. You know, the psalmist wrote. Yep. So you're without excuse, and because it's sort of like law today, ignorance is not a reason that you can right. get, you know you can get off. It, right. it, you know, it's like God saying, "It's not my fault, Hoss. You didn't read it. Right. You had in all these days of your life right. to have studied my word, to have come to me. You're not even you know the the person that says, "I want to sow my wild oats, and then I'm going to come to Jesus later on, and they they die before they get there." Right. Mm-hmm. And I think I mentioned this Sunday. What happens? I mean, you're not gonna be there and go. Well, God, I was gonna come to you, but right. yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Right. Your race ended right. when it ended. Mm-hmm. I've I've really been dealing with that with people here lately. Is the race that we we all are called to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that goes to Hebrews, your favorite mm-hmm. book, chapter twelve. Um, 
we all have a race. We all have a certain amount of days. There's only so many sunrises and sunsets you're going to see. Right. Um, so he says right here, but we're getting back to this. You, you have no excuse, old man. Every one of you who judges, for in passing judgment on one another, you condemn yourselves because you, the judge, practice the very same things. Now, people run to this verse all the time and say, ah, see there, you shouldn't judge somebody. You shouldn't judge somebody. Uh, I take you to another place where Paul says, as believers, right. we are to judge the actions of the believer yes. in, in the fruit that we produce or the lack thereof. Yeah. Right. I, I've truly found in life, I believe, that the person that goes at you, if you're just trying to lift them up and trying to encourage them by saying, hey, I've been watching you, and you know what? You, you're really not living according to God's standards. The person I go, quit judging me, you're judging me, is a person who's way out in the far country. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, the believer says, really? Then I need to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then he goes on. So we're just going to keep on until we get on something here. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Rightly falls. What? What? what what are you guys thinking there? What are we getting at? What, how does it rightly fall on on those who practice such things? Well, because he is a righteous judge. Because um, his judgment is based on his righteousness and his holiness. And so it's not based on an arbitrary thing or mm-hmm. it's not based on, um, like, th- these verses are really contrasting how we we judge based on um, what we feel might be right, but it, we know that at the same time we do those same things. But God judges based on His holiness and His righteousness, and and um and so and we don't have that. We're right. not holy. We're not righteous without, and especially without God. But um, in and of ourselves, we are not, and so we can't judge that way, the way that He does. But that's how He judges. Let's go. You got something? Well, just this idea. You know, I, I've heard people say, well. Well, you know, why is he condemning me? Why doesn't he just accept whatever? And, and it's the simple fact that he is perfect. Right. And he is, the reason he is righteous is because there's not one iota of sin yeah. in him. And so right. he can't accept anything less than that. Perfect. Well, he set the standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he drew the line. It's called the uh, the righteous requirements of the law. I yep. love how it, because mm-hmm. so often we think they're so just narrow and, and all that. No, the Bible calls them the righteous requirements of the law. And therefore, your benefit. And oh, my Lanta. Oh, um, I'm going to give you a little. Wait, wait. What was that last part? Oh, my Lanta. No, no. Right before. <laughs> I will never ask you to repeat. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> I really don't know. No, it, for your benefit. I don't know. And that's oh. the part so many people forget. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is yeah. It, and it goes back to that idea of the father. As a dad, I, I the reason I correct is for my child's benefit because I love them so much. And it's the same for us. Everything that that is identified as a sin isn't by accident or coincidence. It's things that are detrimental either to to your body here on earth or to the health of your soul. And so, you know, that judgment isn't. So many people try to try to act like God's up there going, "Oh, I'm going to get somebody. Let me." Let oh me yeah, that's him. that's Number yeah. One, he doesn't need to. You're sinning all the time. Yeah, he doesn't need. That's right. He doesn't need to encourage it. <laughs> and number you. two, it, it's out of love. It's he doesn't want to condemn us. He wants us to to walk closer to him so that we can be without sin and found without sin through Jesus Christ. And we grow in the dark, hard times. Mm-hmm. Right. We do. Oh, yeah. I right. mean, we don't like the uh, we don't like being out there in right. the valley. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's when we do, I'm a, you, you don't grow on a mountaintop. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Because you think you're skippity-doo malay. 
I, that may be a new one. I don't think. I don't think I've heard that one before. So, but did you have something? No. But so as you were talking, my thought was this: it, it, great. So if you hey Sunday, you just act like you haven't heard his four guys. So I'm studying for Sunday sermon, and it is it's it goes to a picture of how you see God mm-hmm. in reality and how He is. So I'm going to talk about this Sunday, and I'll break it down much more in this. So so often in Scripture we read that that God is our refuge. Mm-hmm. And our strength. So dealing with the word refuge, and which means it's translated that it's this like castle like um turret, if it were that was strong and fortified. Now there's two ways you can look at that. A prison mm. to keep people from busting out mm. or protection from keeping people to come mm. in. Yeah. Right. So yeah. how you see God. Yes, right. Really, and I dealt with this last week in my beginning sermon on the fear of the Lord, mm-hmm. how you see God is really going to affect what you mm-hmm. think about God when you first think about him. You're, you're not going to, you're going to, and, and what, how you determine and define fear in your life. If you see God as mean, you're going to fear him in a scared way. That is totally not right. what the fear of the not Lord means. Right. When you see God as a loving, merciful, gracious, long-suffering God, you're going to be like this God, man, loves me. I want to have my whole being caught up in him and to walk closer and closer and closer to be more like him because he's not mean, he's just. Right, right. And, and that's a key word because so many times we see people go all the way to the other end of the spectrum, we end up with what we refer to as sweet old grandpa or kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's still... There has to be that judgment, that discernment, because he's righteous and he's just. If if he let just anything fly, then he wouldn't be righteous and just. Right. So it, there's that he he's not mean, but he's also, he, he, I guess to repeat myself, he's righteous. So there there are. Let me tell you what he is. He's perfect. Yes. yes. Well, and go, <laughs> no, go. Do you know what I'm going to say? I think so. But go. <laughs> I'm going to count to three of both of you. I think think I know where she's going, but I also have something I want to say to her. Because God cannot do anything without doing it within every aspect of his character. Mm -hmm. And think about that. Right. So his justice in his um, judgment encompasses his love and encompasses his grace and encompasses his mercy because he doesn't, he can't just set aside his love so that he can judge us. Right. Even though it's a righteous judgment. It's still done within the confines of his love for us because everything that he is, he is all the time and he never acts outside of any of those characteristics. I'm stealing that. That was fantastic. <laughs> I stole it from a book. I don't know. <laughs> I, knew, I, I had a feeling that's where you're going. Good grief. But let that sink in. Mm-hmm. He can Such never idea. act outside of the confines of his character. Right, right. Now, you may say, well, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you think that's a pretty easy deal, right. think of all the characteristics right. that we've discussed. Right. Mm-hmm. I want you to go back to the very first mm-hmm. when we started mm-hmm. this thing. His name. His right. name. God, yeah. And we only dealt with what? I don't know. Ten? Maybe. In two weeks? Right. His character is so much more than right. that. And in every decision, every act, every moment, He is acting within the confines of every single one, which means, it goes back to what I said, he has to be perfect. Right. 
Well, I mean, look at look at Jesus. That's yeah. why Jesus was sent because that was the way that he met all of those criteria. And yeah, didn't, yes. you know, didn't work out yes. of those confines. Right. You know? That's why Jesus was our propitiation, which I love that word, but because he satisfied God's righteous wrath. And he yes. was the only one who could satisfy God's righteous right. And Which not means only that did, God didn't have to change, he right, still upheld right, everything. Yes, there you right, go. Right. Thanks, like busting out. By, by the, the way, right he not only did it in his life. Right. That was his death too. Yes. Right. Now the wrath part was definitely his death. Right. But before he got there, he had to fulfill the righteous requirements yes. of the law yeah. as well. Right. He right. had to do every jot and tittle and yeah. every aspect of the law. Now, not all the Pharisees' laws. Right, right. Not all because the you know they're like, added. well, you know, Jesus, right. your disciples ate and they didn't wash their hands. Right. right. <laughs> you healed that dude on the Sabbath. Yeah, How dare you? <laughs> You know, no, no, no. <laughs> he fulfilled the righteous requirement yeah. of the ten yes. commandments. Yeah. Don't I think sometimes we we felt Jesus wasn't doing all what five hundred and twenty nine. I right. think there was or some number. Like no, it was ten. Yeah. Right. That was the perfect ten, the mm -hmm. perfect righteous. Re and so Jesus in his humanity had to fill all of those, and then we needed somebody to then take the wrath. Mm -hmm. But it had to be somebody that had just fulfilled the full right, right. righteousness right. of the Without law sin. that could do that. And right. then he's still not finished. Then he had to rise again from yes. the dead, yes. defeating yes. death, yes. hell, and the grave for us. Because had he done, listen, had he done step one, right. lived perfectly. Come, I'm, and I'm including everything in that one. Born of a virgin, all that. Step two, dying and taking the wrath of God. Mm -hmm. Had he done that but never resurrected, mm. we wouldn't would resurrect. Never. Right. Right, exactly. Had he not done any of the three, so what we needed was then the Follow third that. one. Mm -hmm. We could also look at it this way. Had he just shown up, mm -hmm. that wouldn't have filled mm -hmm. it either because right. then he's not human. Right, yeah. right, right. So it took a complete... It was absolutely perfect. Yeah. ...perfection yeah. of from birth to resurrection that we needed and for that person to be perfect, which means he had to be God. Yep, yeah. absolutely. That is who Jesus was. Right. And that's why he says this, that he rightly judges. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want you to make sure, now I want to go all the way back. <laughs> I want to make sure our people understand what words, because sometimes I think we, we fail to recognize, some people may not, they may be new believers and may be listening. What does righteousness mean? Well, simply put, righteousness uh, yeah. is just right living. And living according to God's standards. and We don't want it. We didn't want a theological. You know, this is hang matters we're dealing with. We want it simply put. Simply put, right living. Okay. <laughs> That's all we want. Well, you didn't interrupt me, so I didn't know I wasn't supposed to keep going. So. No, no, no. You could have kept going. Is there something else you want to add? No, you No, you said... were putting it very simply. I like that. Okay. <laughs> are we arguing? They're, they're I don't sweating. Know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what are we doing over here? And th so then we get in. Th then he says, "Do you suppose, old oh man?" And the word, um, the word "suppose" there, word nerd alert. <laughs> the word "suppose" there means the idea of calculating or estimating. Hmm. They're calculating. Well, I can do this and get away with mm -hmm. it because right. God's not going to judge me as harsh. Because here's what we think in society. Let's be honest. I'm a good little boy. Or I'm a good little girl. Yep. No, you're a hellion. <laughs> I almost said something else. <laughs> Well, and, and it was a thought I had when you were talking about this. It was probably really good that I did it. <laughs> the the ten, you know, people say, well, it's only ten. 
but we can't even hold true to that. He could have said know. one, bro. Yeah. Right. Yep. right. We yep. And we wouldn't have kept the one. Right. Absolutely. Right. You know what I'm saying? He could have just said number one. <laughs> On a daily basis, we, we failed. <laughs> have no other gods before me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We would not have kept that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he could have gave a thousand. Yep. It, the, the number didn't matter. We were going to right. fall. Yeah. Right. Because yep. we already failed. Right. It points to this, though, where, where so often we're like, well, what what can I get away? It's just a little sin. Can I get away with this much? Yeah. It's not as bad as so-and-so. Yeah. And we're we're referring to a, a measurement that has no righteousness. I was the know. king of that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I, hey, part of my testament, when I was in the far country, and I was in the far country for years, and I would do that very yep. same thing. I would judge others. What? So I've lived out Romans chapter 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be like, well— I'm not as bad as Dan. Yeah. You know, I may not go to church every Sunday and I may not do the whole church thing. And I would literally do this in my mind. And I'd be like, but man, I'm not smoking dope. I don't know if you ever smoked dope in your life. I got no clue. But anyway, don't don't hold that against Dan because I don't really know. Let's keep anyway. Let's keep on moving. (laughs) You know, I'm not stealing from this and that person is. And I'm like, so I'm good because if they're going, I'm going. I was living out these verses in Romans two, man. The standard isn't Dan. The standard's not Mona. The standard's not Hank. The standard is God. Absolutely. Some of you going. Wait a minute. I thought the standard was Jesus. Exactly. So when you're calculating this, and, and he goes on, and he says, you judge those who practice things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape. How can I put this very nicely? Don't act like. <laughs> don't act like. um I'm a little bit nervous. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> somebody, sensor button set up. Yeah. Right. Somebody might ought to finish that statement. Don't act like you never sinned. Yeah. Right. That's, I like that. Well, Let's go with that. I, I mean, because I like how verse four continues that thought. You know, yeah, do please, you think. Please go on. Yeah, that's what I'm planning on. Do you think that you'll escape the judgment of God or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance. So that word presume, I think many, many people do, verse 4. They presume, well, God is kind, God is patient, God is forgiving. No, 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 do the one, do the one. God is love. Right. And he just wants us to love us, you know? I'm free in his grace. And so I can do, I can just love us. (laughs) too. Mona, you're just too harsh about this. God's love. You understand? So that, I mean. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Jesus Christ did not die a horrific hellish death so that you could go drink a stinking beer and think you're all right with your little dirty mouth, little cigarette smoking, drinking mess. So people think. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. That was, that was beautiful. <laughs> It's but a pet peeve of mine. Am I wrong? No, you're not. I know not y'all wrong. are laughing at we how are. I did it, but let's just be honest. Don't we do that? Be honest with me. Yes, no, yeah. Uh, and people. Okay, well, you, yes or no? You see. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole mix of a. Did she not go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no? Did you tell me what <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Oh. No, I, I mean, okay. Yes. Tell me do I'm that. lying. They no, presume that, that God's going to just yes. be like, it's okay, sugar. Right. Or they think, or really, they think because of God's grace that they have that freedom and it's okay if they sin because then God's going to come. I mean, He has to forgive us. He said He would forgive us. So I can just go and do and this and it doesn't matter. Legit question. Legit. Ugh. <laughs> it's for Dan. <laughs> No, this is, uh, and, and we may not answer this you, unless you guys got oh, it. Then I, no, no, How ask it then. angry do you think God gets when people do that? Mm. When, in, in, in the word for it, the biblical word is licentiousness. We take God's love and we say, or God's grace and say, well, you know, right. in Romans chapter four, I think, or five, if great, you know, where sin abounds, grace abounds mm-hmm. the more. Mm-hmm. So should we sin more so that grace could abound right. more? That's what they're doing. Not, right. And Paul said, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you got something? Well, in Hebrews chapter 2. <laughs> it's a podcast now. We've quoted the Hebrews. the message declared by angels, which is I literally about thought she law. was talking about the message, the Bible. No. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Since oh, the message says in the, the Hebrews. Mes- yeah, that would not happen. You know that that would not happen. <laughs> so move the, the message declared by angels, which is talking about when the law was given, proved to be reliable in every transgression or disobedience received a just rest retribution how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation the salvation that we have is so much better than the law so therefore if they suffered retribution when they transgressed the law how much more would we when we um so would we suffer ret- retribution when we transgress under grace right mm-hmm. So go back to it. How mad do you think God gets when somebody does it? Because we all know people that do that. God's right. got to forgive me. Right. He's the God. I, I'm so sick of society when we say that. Well, God is a God of love. So, He's also a. Oh, do we forget the other part right. of it? Right. Because let's go back to what I said. He can't be any part of his character without being all the other parts also. We want that buffet where we can just kind of right. pick and choose right. the, the parts of him that we want. And right. that's just, that's so. Not only is it wrong, but you're missing out on so much because, it, and it goes right back to to the end of four there, where it says, um, "Not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance." We were last week. I'll, I'll give a quick little plug. Uh, Goose of Grace episode was called "How Do You Know?" Well, how do you know that you love God? Because as you live through that that kindness and grace, you want to be more like him because you realize just what was done to save your soul from eternal hell and just how great God is. So that that joy and kindness, or sorry, kindness. I don't know why did I put joy in there. Well, it's uh, a joyful. <laughs> should I'm should, trying to stay out of your brain. <laughs> should encourage us to repent, not out of not just out of obligation, but out of just love for God and who He is, and right. that's enough. Right. You don't need anything else because there isn't anything else. There's nothing greater. Right. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what Hank's doing. <laughs> really, something good. won't tip into my tongue that I probably don't need to say on the air. So again, yes. I, like, I really got to invest in that. No, really, noise. right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so uh, what? What we got? How much time we got left? Uh, we got a good three, three and a half minutes. <laughs> Doesn't take long. Doesn't take long. You cheat us on our time, Dan. I, I don't. I You're a cheat. time cheater. I mean, granted, maybe that's why, because I count the intro, and that's 45 minutes, so that gives us <laughs> Yeah, that's time. true. That's true. <laughs> um, and it says it right here, um, but because of your heart and impenitent mm-hmm. heart. 
you're storing up wrath yeah, for yourself. Can go there, yeah. And and we'll go. No, because I'm going to say something that I don't need to say on air. I'm just tired of how people. Call. I'm tired of how people act, and and I'm going to say I'm going to go too far in my defense of God, and I don't need to. So I was just going to say, so that just shows that that wrath is being stored up for you. Um, that on the day of wrath, when God's righteous judgment will be revealed, that eventually you're going to find out how God feels about it. And that's a much better way of saying <laughs> what you said. I was going to say it much worse. And so, because take that love. <laughs> <laughs> and you're standing in front. I still didn't say what I was thinking. It's quite the wild ride to be. <laughs> oh my goodness! But I, I don't even remember. What I was going to say after that. I'm I am sick of shallow Christianity. Yeah. I mean, sick of shallow. That there are people do that, and they they want to just berate the believer who tries to live according to God's word, every word that's in there, and then they want to just pick and choose, a la carte mess. Mm-hmm. Because God is love; He's gonna forgive me. You gonna bust hell wide open? Yeah. I mean, if that's your thought, because you're, you're, what you're doing is you're lessening God and his characteristics, and you're asking him right. to speak uh, and act outside of his will, which he cannot do because the second he does that, he is no longer God. Right. And your faith is in vain, Paul wrote. And I probably shouldn't have said what I said a minute ago, so if I offended you, sorry. Anyway. Promise you this, you'll never get no little sugar-coated mess around here. <laughs> so, I was about to say, so final thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quit. Here's mine. I'll go first. I usually I'll let y'all go first. Quit looking at others, trying to get the splinter out of their eye when you got a plank in yours. Yep. Now, I agree to the point of if you're trying to judge, and, and I, I really think this is the point. See, they, they even take this out of context, too. Mm-hmm. Paul is writing and God is speaking about the ones who try to judge when they themselves are doing the very same thing they're trying to judge. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's in there. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah. ragu. That's what it's in there. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> I'm just telling you. So what he's saying is quit trying to point out everybody else's flaws when you're doing the same stinking thing. Run to Jesus yep. and fall on your face and confess your sins and live. Accord- I'd rather stand in front of God I'm not trying to be legalistic about God's word, but I'd much rather stand there saying I went too far in handling the Bible and your characteristics than not far enough. Right, mm-hmm. right. That's just me. Right. Not trying to be legalistic. Right. But I'm trying to hold the standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To hold on to it. Right. Right. <laughs> um. Already and- got me mad. <laughs> Uh, can I, I didn't do nothing. Can I jump in? Yes, just because do. it, it kind of connects to, yeah, to what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Please. Don't. Yeah, she's got you the trigger. She's saying, right, right. That means she's thinking, thinking, thinking. <laughs> Don't I know uh, her. After 80 episodes, I sort of can figure out what she's 80 episodes? What in the world? Yeah. You got to be careful because I, what I'm, I'm seeing, what I'm, I'm kind of hearing with what we're talking about today is don't mistake escaping God's correction from escaping his judgment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So many people want to escape his correction and, and they use things like, well, he's love, so he's not correcting me. I, I can do what I want because he has to forgive me. What you're going to find out is that then you get his judgment. I would much yeah. rather have his yeah. correction yeah. than his judgment. Well, and I'm going to throw. Oh, we could go. I'm going to throw in um, that. 
you know, Hank says it a lot that God is long suffering, but he's not forever forever suffering. And, and eventually he's going to call you to task. Yeah. And eventually um, you're going to face that judgment and eventually you're going to face his discipline or whatever. But um, because sometimes I think we think he's just going to let us go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going. He's, he, we think he is grandpa. Right. He, he's he's going to look over that little sin. Right. No, he's not. Right. And I know I've been sort of fired up a little bit. Let me talk in a calm manner. If those that stayed through the whole episode, <laughs> if there's anybody still listening, God God doesn't let anything go by the wayside. He does. He cannot. Right. Because of his character, mm-hmm. right. he cannot. I mean, the least little thing that we think, oh, it's no big deal, sin. Cost the life of Jesus. Yes. Let me put it to you a little bit stronger, I do believe. Sin cost the life of God. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we tend to lose that at times. We're like, ah, we separate it. Well, he, Jesus was a man. He was also mm-hmm. God. Right. And so on, on that cross, God died mm-hmm. in, the, in the role of and the form of man also. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let any, I mean, no, he doesn't. Right. And, and I, listen, I get so passionate about that. I would tend to say I was more passionate today than I was mad. I get passionate because I'm, I'm God doesn't need Hank Meadows to take up for him. He's a big God. Mm-hmm. But I'm tired of people abusing God's love right. because that's what they're doing. You're, he, they're abusing his love right. Right. and his judgment and his justice and his righteousness and his holiness and all those characteristics. Mm-hmm. I, I just I refuse to I refuse to soft pedal the gospel. Right. Yeah. And if you've ever heard me preach, I believe I, I, I know that's not braggadocious. I think that's just truth. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to do it. You, listen, I can preach to three people, man. I'm not going to soft pedal yeah. the gospel. Right. Sorry. Right. Got too much Meadows blood flowing in me. So anyway, <laughs> so I tell you what. Let's next week. What I want to do is we talked a lot about um we 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 hit the edges, and I know we got to close. We hit the edges today, but let's talk about next week why and how God in his judgment is really trying to draw us back to repentance. Mm-hmm. Find verses that back that really, you know, it says right there, he's doing it to draw us to repentance. Right, right. Yeah. So yep. be looking for that. Let's let's deal with God's judgment next okay. week in the in the um realm of the drawing that should occur. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can we do that? Yeah. Oh, Dan closes. Sure. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for, for allowing us to be part of this, the sharing of your word. And we get so much out of this personally, just, just spending time in your word together. And we thank you for that opportunity. And Heavenly Father, we, we ask that we would never take for granted uh, your love or your perfection or your justness and never treat the these attributes of you that that are priceless, never treat them as worthless because they are not. So, Heavenly Father, we just pray that this podcast be used uh, to draw someone closer to you. And we do these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, guys. My name is Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. Um, have my home slice. Hey, Miss hey, Mona hey, right there hey, with hey. me. I got producer Dan, DJ Dan, the edit man, Crosby, Stills, and Nash over there. <laughs> Speaking through the sea and say. That's right. Amen. Hey. All right. Bye, y'all.